Hello, lovely people. How are you? Welcome to Happiness How with Vinko Chow. And before I begin, let me check with you. Are you all observing the protocol and taking good care of yourself, friends, families, and humanity on the whole? Yes, do that. That is the order of the day. So once again, I am back with you with yet another episode, and today. is a special episode special in many ways and special for many reasons well the first speciality is that we going to be talking about the happiness the challenges the aspects of negativity in the hospital corridors and what generally is the take of a professional doctor there we are also going to touch upon the aspects of the challenges and especially in these times when the entire medical fraternity is come together to fight the long drawn battle and are busy saving lives of millions and so our salute to all these millions of covid warriors across the globe this episode is also special because i have a special guest tonight with me a young doctor who believes in simple living and yes is also a firm believer of the resilient ways of living so we will hear more from her but yes let me remind you here that the show is all about those professionals who are facing challenges in their workplaces due to various issues it could be negativity it could be work pressures it could be the high life of the big cities and high pressure jobs so with all that in my mind let us welcome on the show dr niketa from mumbai india how are you niketa i'm good thank you so much for having me over and that's quite an introduction <laughs> but uh, thank you so much and uh, how are you doing oh yes yes like somebody asked me so i said i dress up for you so <laughs> you should be you should be feeling good so yes uh, before we move uh, any further what i would like to do is read out something to you okay all right and how right. it goes is walking amidst nature surrounded by its beauty mm-hmm. reflecting the beauty within you gentle breeze caressing your skin making you feel loved and cherished sweet smell of the air filling you up taking you to a state of trance as you walk and feel the earth beneath and the open sky up above transferring an unseen energy energizing and awakening every cell from within speaking unspoken words to you that only silence can understand making you feel closer to you closer than you've ever been to your own self it's like the whole universe is residing right within you you are the source of indefinite energy the source of love happiness peace joy and much more making you see you for you who truly are <laughs> lovely words thank you thank you so much <laughs> That's well for for our viewers and listeners this is something i could doing my research 
gotten on the internet and i said okay why not begin and ask niketa the very first question that is besides being doctor you also seem to be a philosopher so how oh do you God. describe yourself oh oh my god see that that's one question i've always had difficulty answering i think it's so much uh, easier to talk on various things but when it comes to talking about yourself i think that's the tough one you know but um i don't know about philosopher but uh, it's something uh, when it's something what i feel it's something that uh, you know i truly feel and that's when i'll say it out loud i'm uh, i'm more like you can say if you have to describe me i would use the word passion wow I've always been driven yeah i've always been driven by passion i i'm a firm believer follow your heart and okay. uh, though there are times like you know sometimes i'll be like yeah even though i followed my heart i'm like why am i doing why am i doing this i don't like this but the thing is i think the one word i would use for me is passion a very passionate uh, human being <laughs> and uh, philosopher i don't know do i i do get that a lot but um, i don't know about the philosophy part but uh, it's like i said it's just that it's what i experience it's what i observe it's what i understand and mm-hmm. that's about it so and that's my outlook my perspective wow so with that perspective in mind and you being a simple girl who loves to laugh and tries to mm-hmm. enjoy simple things in life so tell me in these very anxious times when people think twice before stepping out of their homes and while i acknowledge all the bravery and courage that the covid warriors are doing and performing there was it a difficult decision was there some element of some fear some dilemma somewhere lurking in the corner of mine cause absolutely so when all this suddenly hit and like the first question like when i got the notice from the go- uh, from the municipal uh, cooperation saying that you know you have to come and uh, work in so and so the dedicated covid hospital i remember breaking the news to my parents that hey listen uh, you know uh, i've been called and i got to go i i think the first uh, more than me it was about them you know and the look on their face was like they were scared <laughs> they were like you know my daughter out there like no 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 like i know the initial reaction was like no like you know and i was like hey look this is what i've chosen it's what i love doing while every profession has its own risk and this comes with my profession and you have to deal with it like you know i can't say no i took an oath and uh, i was very clear in my head i am going i'm going to do it so i'm like i'm informing you like i'm going and we'll take the precautions as needed and then i just told my parents one thing what if i was in the army and if i was called for a war would you say no to me that time and they had no words and i think that was the time where i saw absolute respect in their eye and you know though of course as parents there's always that fear like and i just want my child to be all right and for me at the back of the head where i was i was all prepared and i was like yeah i'm going to go and i'm you know going to do this give my best because it's a disease like we all know as in the medical fraternity we are learning with each case that comes in it's not that something we have already learned we knew what to do it's taken us also a complete surprise mm-hmm. and you know each day there are new challenges coming up and like you know we also trying to learn and give our best but the main fear not fear but the thing that was you know looking in the back of my head is like just stay fit you know be healthy give your best 
and it should not come to my parents because this is uh, well like it's it's a war like they are saying we don't see our enemy out here we don't know what we are dealing we just know the name but we can't see it you know and i think it's like you're in this case particularly you're taking your family with you so that's mm-hmm. one fear that's always say that like okay you might still escape it i don't know might escape it but the main thing is you don't want it going to in my case my parents you know so for me that was like a big thing in my head that whatever i do so maybe i was a little bit more you know when it came to the precautions a little bit extra like you know but uh, i think that was the whole thing for me like you know just make sure it doesn't go to my mm-hmm. mom and dad like just make sure that i'm healthy and i shouldn't go to them that's it. like you know the clear demarcation was like stay away from me we'll talk keep distance but yeah that was one thing that was constantly in my head until date it is so yeah so was- what i hear here is one resilient girl who's got a strong resolve and who's committed committed by the oath that she's taken and i am sure that must be for the entire community there entire fraternity yeah. and while all that is there there is that soft heart which is all that caring and maybe especially a girl's heart mm-hmm. which always beats for the parents so now i come to my normal question that is we are talking of these challenges and we'll certainly talk about a little more and rest assured that our all prayers and all our energies are with you all so it'll all be good so in the normal times how's the environment in the hospital corridor in the hospitals and how maybe tough or challenging and is there that competition that those elements of envy and all other aspects which are usually there in the offices and as a youngster one has to brave them so how did did you find them and if at all yes how did you counter them so the one thing i think just like these are your basic human emotions you know the envy the competition the jealousy you know that that's i think go you're going to find it everywhere it's not just i think based mm-hmm. it's not just with one profession i mm-hmm. think this is just overall you know that's mm-hmm. how i just think human beings are in some it's more in some it's less it's mm-hmm. it's just that way as far as my profession goes yes it's very stressful because of course at the end of the day you're dealing with human lives you know mm-hmm. and so it's that scare is always there the stresses are very high because if you go wrong somewhere you're directly it's going to impact the person's life it's not like you know it's an engine it's gone wrong and it's okay we can fix it like it's not like you can't fix what goes wrong but then still it's a human life that gets impacted you know with every decision you make or what you're doing so by and large it's 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 just very stressful and negativity yes i think for me negativity is just that because the stresses are so much so high it's like it's just the way it's just the way people keep transferring it onto others like you know like it's just like something basic like you will someone will just very rude and mm. it's it's not like they might mean it or intend it but it's just that they are having their own stresses to deal with so mm-hmm. it's like you know transferred onto the other person and sometimes it gets to you and then you're like hey you know i mean i'm stressed out like you know i mean i'm overworked <laughs> you know you can just be nice i mm-hmm. i do face that a lot and i try to make sure no matter what the stresses are i try to you know always be nice talk nicely because sometimes i just believe kind words can make a difference or just a mm-hmm. smile can make a difference oh. but when i do yeah it it does i really feel that because it doesn't take much to just give a smile or just be like it's okay i understand 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying I I do sometimes. I mean, I do lose my cool, but then I just try to rein in that. I'm you know rein in my temper at that moment and be like, hey, wait, we are all stressed out. So you know, I'll be like, okay, let's like you know take a step back, wait mm-hmm. for a few minutes, and then I'll say what I have to say. But uh, when I get it to like, if someone has to do that to me. Mm-hmm. I keep quiet once, twice. Then I'm like, hey, you know, you can say the same thing nicely. Let's just be nice to each other. We're mm-hmm. already in a profession which is highly, highly stressful. So let's mm-hmm. not stress each other out more. So for me, negativity is more in those terms. As mm-hmm. far as uh, competition, yes, it's there. Mm-hmm. There's no escaping that. Well, I truly don't believe like you know, I don't go competing with people. For me, it's more like how I can give my best each day. But yes, it doesn't mean I don't come across people who are trying to compete with me. And in general, everything is a competition at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I try not to get that onto me. I just try to focus on me at that point because mm-hmm. I feel like this is about me. I mm-hmm. need to get better than what I was yesterday or mm-hmm. what I was an hour ago. What I can learn and do better. If I'm trying to compete with someone else automatically i'm trying to somehow put my goals in theirs like you know it's it's somewhere i don't find mm-hmm. that like i'm like i am me i'm an individual with and i have my own strengths and weaknesses so i got to focus on that you know hone my strengths and work on my weaknesses so i don't tend to really look into what other people are doing and how to compete with them while mm-hmm. and if someone is doing that with me and you do get that you know the vibes i'm someone who picks on vibes a lot like you know i just mm-hmm. keep it you know to i'm like okay fine whatever but uh, i think those kind of things i just try to like you know ignore as much as possible <laughs> i'm more the kind i'm i'm actually the kind who just lives in her own world happy in my own world i'll do my work and i'll go out i mean when it's like you know, and i'll try to spread as much as positive uh, positivity as possible happiness and then i'm like okay fine <laughs> bye my work is done over here but uh, yeah i think i try to just keep to myself more more or less all right so if i have to sum that in few points so one is that yes keep that smile on your face look inwards and try to spread positivity despite all this try and understand the situation and diffuse it rather than take it further and so these are little heavier if somebody has to ask you that what are the other ways simple ways that somebody can diffuse or bring that stress level or the pressures down and some young doctor who's listening to this and maybe watching it tomorrow so what would they want to learn are there very simple small tidbits that you would like to share that you do You know, maybe so listen to music, or you know, I oh, mean, I don't yeah, know what you what you do. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in that moment, uh, so of course I can't. I I love music. Uh, so at the end of the day, when like you know things have like I've had a let's say an extremely stressful day, uh, there are a couple of things I really like doing. One is talking to my mom. Okay, trust me, she's right. the biggest stress buster I have. Like anything, I just need to go and talk to her. I just need to sit with her, and I'll be like, "Hey, mom," and like you know, just go yap 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 yap, and she'll just be like listening, listening. So for me, that's like a very big stress because she is, she is a ball of positive energy. So it's like somehow I feel I try to like you know kind of suck that and take a little bit more towards me, but she's a ball of positive energy. So that's one of my stress busters. And touch wood, I'm honestly. honestly blessed with really some fabulous friends i i'm not someone who has a large group of friends i oh, am right. very careful you know who i introduce mm-hmm. in my life and who i keep mm-hmm. close to me oh, so right. i'm blessed with some fabulous friends and 
sharing with them, you know, like, hey, you know, what happened? Like, you know, today this happened or whatever, like just, just sharing, like, you know, letting my heart out. Uh, while at the same time, I'm not much of a sharer. So then mm. I'll write. That's where writing comes okay. in. And you read one of my poems out. Right. <laughs> so yes, writing for me is more like, it just gives me peace. Like sometimes it will be in the form of a poem. Uh, sometimes it will just be like a personal diary I maintain. And, you know, I just let my heart out in the diary. Okay. Uh, other thing is I love to read. So oh. my novels are always my escape, you know. So I'm like, okay, a novel is always ready. I'll just pick it up. I just get lost in that world. Like, you know, and I'm like just cut off. Or then like you said, music. But I think uh, apart from all this, when you're right in the middle of, the whole thing you know when there's mm -hmm. a lot of stress coming on to you and um when you're dealing with that kind of negative energy i think what i like to do um is at that moment like first thing is i try to it's not easy to cut off sometimes i, I am emotional as a person so of mm -hmm. course it's kind of you know when someone yells at you or says some unkind harsh words mm -hmm. while i do believe in standing out for myself which i do mm -hmm. at that moment but it's that you know how to not let that constantly pick, because then that throughout the day you're just like kind of hanging on to it oh that person said this and all so what i try to do is like just take a step back take a deep breath and just mm -hmm. count numbers i really count numbers okay. it's, it's very, it sounds stupid i know but trust me it helps me mm -hmm. i instantly like you know if my emotions are here it starts coming down down down, down. so like you know i just start counting numbers one two mm -hmm. three four like you know till the point i don't feel like okay i'm fine i'm good and then I will go ahead and get my get going with whatever work is there. Or when I'm doing that, sometimes I just take a break, go take a sip of water, just take a deep mm. breath in. I just remember mm. the almighty again, take some numbers, just start counting numbers. And then I'm like, okay, I try to diffuse my emotions that way and then get back. Great. So these are just some of the things I do. Excellent. So the essence that comes out here is one is sharing. You could share it with friends. So all those listening to us and watching this do remember that do have that coterie of people who you can share your things with and open your heart sometimes and draw some energy from there and all those moms must be really proud today when they listen to this that yes you are all our source of that energy and like Nikita said counting numbers and believe me it is not stupid no idea is ever stupid otherwise we would be this advanced so and this is very effective very effective so it and sipping water it generally you being a doctor would know gives you little more oxygen intake so so yes excellent now while that is the uh, environment let's go back in your life slightly and let's see how it was growing up and while growing up was there, were there moments of some challenges or some difficulties which came your way? And when that happened, what was your coping mechanism? How did you overcome that? Or it was all honky-dory? Wow, I wish. I so wish life was all honky-dory. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I did face my, I still do face my fair of challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up was hunky-dory yes I will say that I think I was very blessed to have a beautiful childhood wonderful college days uh, even my med school days was like really good like you know I mean 
find you have this, like I said, the competition and, you know, the fair share of whatever, the negative energy that you deal with. But I think for me, the biggest uh, challenge or rather the life altering moment that came mm -hmm. in my life was uh, around in end of 2015, you could say mm -hmm. almost early 2016 till okay. 2018, where um, I was all busy preparing for my mm -hmm. entrance exam because I'm planning to go to the US to do okay. my post graduation. Mm -hmm. um, young doctor filled with energy, you know, mm. I mean, all said, getting down with the exams, like, you know, I had like everything because I'm very goal oriented. And I've okay. always known what I have wanted in my life. So it was mm. always set and planned in my head, you know, okay, mm. so and so I'll finish this by this time, this by this time. So it was already set and suddenly out of nowhere, didn't see this coming. I get a health issue. Uh, mm -hmm. So it happens. I was facing a uh, backache and I thought, okay, yeah, it must just be a muscle spasm. And I was into workouts and also I was like, mm -hmm. okay, must be, you know, I must have pulled a muscle or something. Mm -hmm. Just happens one day, I'm just lying down, taking a break after uh, long hours of study. I needed mm -hmm. some breaks. I was like, okay, let me just lie down, listen to some music. And then I was like, okay, time's up. Need to get back to books. And mm -hmm. when I get up, like there's a sharp shooting pain. And I was like, oh, oh, this doesn't seem right. Like, you know, this is a different pain. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't sit up after that. Mm -hmm. And I knew instantly something is grossly gone off. I mean, one of the things I say, I mean, they say ignorance is bliss. At that moment, I really would have loved to be ignorant, but given my profession and I just knew what's happening, it wasn't helping with, you know, I started getting anxious and I was like, oh God, like, you know, so happened. I was uh, diagnosed with disc herniation, but then, it, you know, the doctors were like, don't worry, you'll be fine soon. You're a young girl. We don't need to mm -hmm. operate on you. So that was a relief. I was like, okay, I don't need to be operated. Like that was mm -hmm. my biggest worry. But the recovery took longer than anticipated. And you see my entire life at that moment came to a standstill, three years. <laughs> where I thought it would be done in like six months max, like, you know, but three years. And I think that was a time where I was dealing with a lot of things more emotionally because mm -hmm. it was not easy when you see your colleagues, your friends, everyone going ahead in life and you're just trying to barely just sit up and you're like begging at God that time, just let me sit, you know, and to deal with that pain, you're constantly, you get up in the morning till night, you're just in pain and you know, to, to deal with that pain and then, you know, the emotional turmoil that builds up in you and then you're looking and you're like, oh God, I have a life plan ahead of me and, you know, nothing is going as per plan. So mm -hmm. I one point it was like i didn't know i broke down i cried in front of my parents and i was like mm. i don't know what more to do i'm doing everything you know and mm. i was like howling out there and mm. as parents they were like you know so so warm and just like listening to me and just let me be you know and then there came a moment in my life i was like okay this is it i have to face it mm -hmm. my dad actually interestingly just told me one thing because um he just told me one thing. I was like, see, Nico, he was like, I don't know why this is happening, but whatever happens, just take responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean by responsibility? Did I choose? He was like, no, I didn't mean that. But he's like, whatever happens in life, take responsibility, you know? And uh, he was like, from there, you'll find your way. I didn't understand it back then. And I was like, I don't know. He's not going to understand. I'm the one in pain and all that. But then there came a point I was tired of whining. I was tired of like crying and like, you know, just the why me, you know. Mm -hmm. I was like, this has to stop. Now this is me. It's happened. 
why it happened and all. I don't care. I need to get out of this, you know. And more than all the medical therapies and everything going on, the medical management, I realized it was a battle inside. Because mm-hmm. I was like, no amount of medicine is going to help if I'm not going to be able to pull myself out of it. And then one day I just woke up and I was like, okay, break. I was like, what's going to happen? I was like, break. Emotionally break. Break to the point that you want to break. And I just imagined myself as a mirror. And I was just imagining the mirror shattering, like shattering, shattering, shattering to the point there's nothing left to shatter. And I just felt empty, mm-hmm. like so empty that there weren't any emotions at that point. It was, mm-hmm. it just felt light. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I just imagined that there was like a ball of white light mm-hmm. encircling me and trying to rebuild that mirror back again, you know. Wow. And I think that moment gave me strength. And I was like, okay. This is it. I'm going to fight this. I'm not going to give up. I was like, okay, it's taking time. I don't know what's written next. And I was mm-hmm. like, to hell with my plans, man. I think mm-hmm. that was creating a lot of anxiety. I was like, yes, I knew what I wanted. I don't know. Fine. No problem. I was like, at this moment, I just wanted my help. I didn't want cut your, I didn't want anything. I was like, at that moment, I realized that if you don't have help by your side, nothing makes sense. So, and another thing I was like, I come from a profession where I have seen what it means, you know, Mm -hmm. what health means, good health means. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're just breathing right now, I think that makes a big difference. Like you should be happy about that. So I was like, I want to just live because I don't know if I live and see tomorrow's sunrise, you know, so life is the most unpredictable thing we have. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's take each moment as it comes. Forget even taking each day. What Mm -hmm. can I do now? And I'm not too much into reading or, you know, those self-help books or anything. But sometimes Mm -hmm. if I would come across any article or any struggles of people, I used to read that because it kind of inspires you. I was like, okay. And I I always try to see what's it that I could imbibe and, you know, kind of what is it? How could I inculcate that in my life or in my own way? Like, you know. Mm those kind of things helped and actually that's where my writing came in that was the period uh, where i started discovering my love for writing and um, i just let things go and then that i think the whole thing of taking each day as it comes it does mm-hmm. matter like we are so focused on like and and i think a lot of this happens because even in interview the first thing is like oh where do you see yourself five years i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow leave around five years down the line so, you know, we're so trained to look at ourselves, oh, I'll be your one year down the line. Oh, I'll mm. be your 10 years down the line. And we're so much in that rut that we forget to live in the moment. We forget that there is no past and there is no future. It's all now. We forget the now because we're so busy either hurting about the past or looking forward for the future that we forget mm. to live. And we're like, we're living and breathing right now. And I've mm-hmm. just forgotten, like, you know, what to do now. So mm-hmm. I think I started discovering that mm-hmm. and it's i'm still discovering honestly it's not like there are times i'm still even right now i'm like oh god like you know what's going to happen next i don't know my career my this my that and that's when i have to remind myself slow down mm-hmm. it's okay it'll be fine you'll figure it out so Thanks. i'm still learning honestly mm-hmm. but this is some of the things i have learned is to like you know mm-hmm. it's very important to just take that step back and just be and stop stop thinking mm-hmm. about what this what that what what will happen if this doesn't happen mm-hmm. and just be like okay what can i do now mm-hmm. it's all about that i think 
listening to you you know i'm i'm delighted actually <laughs> oh yeah yeah so while we we do keep talking of millennials this and while i know i keep saying technically millennials are the most advanced genetically evolved generation genetically environmentally and listening to you oh i don't know but that's what i said the only word that comes to my mind is delighted uh, so let me ask you now you did say so now do you understand what is take responsibility yes All right. so i i do in fact now uh, honestly since you brought that topic up now whatever happens in my life i'm like i'm not going to pin it on anyone i take response mm-hmm. even and and that brings me even to my workplace now All so right. i take responsibility you know i'm like okay i'm not going to be like oh he said she said whatever i was like okay if this is gone wrong mm-hmm. what could i have done differently mm-hmm. so yeah my dad words keep i think that's one of the best lessons he has Mm-hmm. Um, of the many lessons that he keeps teaching me through his mm-hmm. living like he's mm-hmm. not someone who will tell me what i should do what i mm-hmm. shouldn't do or gives me advices he's not the advice like mm-hmm. but ever so often he will just tell me in a very sweet way certain things and i think this is one thing that's really impacted me in a big way and whatever happens now i'm like okay take responsibility this has been your decision okay mm-hmm. if it's gone wrong how could i have done it differently and if it's gone right yeah hurry you know great yes. enjoy it <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. All our listeners and viewers, you've got an excellent lesson there. So take <laughs> responsibility, and whatever is happening, happening for some reason, and like Nikita says, take it in a stride. Live in the moment. Past is gone, future is yet to come. So think it over. I leave it to you. So that also brings me. You made a small mention there. Be happy, living the moment, and just be thankful that we are breathing. then that relates to what we're talking about it's all about that breath that is that may go wrong or that one needs so so very importantly so while facing this challenge or going out and working you have any moments where you've seen that challenge and that moment where you've seen that delight on somebody's face when he or she has realized or they have realized that wow they've gotten their breath back how has it been yeah i do see that um and i think it's just that um it's how much at that moment i mean wait before that it's it's like i always say this i'm in a profession where we see human emotion in the rawest form the mm-hmm. most raw form it's it's mm-hmm. not uh, you know there's no mask at that moment a person mm-hmm. is is absolute self So yes like you know I have seen that delight when people mm-hmm. like oh I can go back home I'm feeling mm-hmm. fine and uh, just the fact that they're so thankful to you at that moment and that's when you realize that yeah this is why I chose this profession you know just mm-hmm. to do my bit mm-hmm. um and whatever way I can help mm-hmm. and I think that's very satisfying at that moment mm-hmm. to feel very satisfied and um and then you see the other end like it's so happened like you know sometimes i'm seeing one bed where a person is literally fighting for this bed and on mm-hmm. the other you see that someone has just come out of it and you know mm-hmm. so when you see that too so i i live in a world where it's just like every second is so important because where one second someone might just you know go from somewhere very critical and just start coming reviving back on the other hand you'll see someone was fine sometime back and one hour later you turn and he's crashing and you're like oh god i just saw the station one hour back he was doing good like what mm-hmm. just went wrong you know 
so yeah and and, and when from there they come out and mm-hmm. just to see the family like you know the tears of joy that okay you know he or she survived and mm-hmm. you know the family thanking you are just thankful about the whole thing i think it just mm-hmm. makes me realize that we take life for granted mm-hmm. when we are breathing we take a simple thing as breathing because it's so passive right it's not in our it's mm-hmm. not in our conscious mm-hmm. we're breathing it's a part of us we are breathing and like you mm-hmm. know but when you start struggling for that breath when you're mm-hmm. like you know just gasping for air that's mm-hmm. when you realize that oh god what have i taken for granted and that's the moment you're like begging you're begging at your doctor you're begging at god you're begging at everything around you whatever you can beg at like i just want to breathe and that's something that's been very um a big lesson for me like you know and i i in fact just couple of days back it so happened mm-hmm. that um, i saw a young guy 26 year old mm-hmm. you know he uh, he's struggling for his life right now i won't get into mm-hmm. the details of what happened to him but uh, i remember taking him for ct scan and i saw his mother and she was calling out to him you know very mm-hmm. like very with a lot of love and mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't responding he was intubated and stuff mm-hmm. and at that moment i was like you were so stressed out just a couple of months back to get into residency your post graduation mm-hmm. i was like what is this guy going to do his entire life is come to stand still he doesn't even know if he's going to make it mm-hmm. i mean leave alone going back to work you was a healthy young guy going you know working and now suddenly doesn't even his family doesn't know leave alone him like and nobody knows if he's going to come out of it and mm-hmm. for me at that moment i was like what are you complaining about mm-hmm. stop stressing mm-hmm. you know stop stressing about the future again just live you're on your feet there was just 3 years back you couldn't even sit up live leave alone like being on your feet and roaming around you know mm-hmm. and it just reminded me that i've got to be so thankful and i just like you know at that moment i just saw that mom and i was like you know I, it kind of makes you realize what your parents would have gone through also at that moment and i was just thankful at that moment you know thankful for my life in general like, you know mm-hmm. however it is wherever i am today i think it's god's benevolence and my mm-hmm. parents blessings and mm-hmm. overall it just makes me feel very thankful mm-hmm. very very thankful and to see the little joy in people's face you know that they have survived or you could play a part mm-hmm. uh, i think that also makes me feel very grateful from within and i know they say that statement that uh, uh, doctors are like gods mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. no they're not Mm-hmm. So this one he decides life like whatever if you want whether you want to believe in god or higher consciousness whatever it is out there whatever mm-hmm. you believe in i just feel we are the medium through which you know since they say god can't be anywhere we are just a medium over there trying to do a bit to mm-hmm. help people survive but again that's not in our hands at the end of the day so true. we do our best so, so i don't so like true. the statement that oh ab bhagwan no nahi hum bhagwan nahi hai we are mm-hmm. just mere human beings probably chosen by him to be in this field and to come in front of you and do our bit and hopefully make a difference mm-hmm. in your life and hopefully help you survive you know whatever you're going through mm-hmm. yeah that's about it so with every question every segment you know my respect is going like this huh? by the end of the end of the day i'll have to do this good good very nice you know so so nicely put and that also brings me to my next question for our listeners and viewers if i have to tell you that in india nikita comes from a state and a city which is 
got probably the biggest numbers of uh, people who are ailing. So how difficult are the times for the entire fraternity, for the doctors who are there, out there, round the clock, and I don't want to bring the numbers here, but yes, a lot of them, a lot of them actually score, goes higher, uh, have sacrificed their lives. So does it affect your morale? And if at all, how how you all are just going? Is it is it that oath that you took, or is it the agony and the plight of people that you see around eggs you to go and deliver each day? How is it? We would want to hear it from a kind of first-hand account, if you can give us. So, it's honestly the one word that I would use right now is overwhelming. We are overwhelmed. We are overworked. We are overstressed. Mm-hmm. over everything, all the possible emotions right now. So it's, um, you know, at the end of the day, when mm-hmm. you come back, you're just like, God, when is it going to end? Mm-hmm. Because we are overworked right now. And mm-hmm. um, it's just very overwhelming. So presently, I'm not working in the COVID side. I'm working in the non-COVID ICU. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple a month uh, back, I was in the COVID hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trust me, it's firstly, the biggest challenge is working in that entire kit. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Why we have to, yeah, mm-hmm. the PPE, yeah, the mm-hmm. personal protective equipment, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not fun. Trust me. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times you're literally suffocating from breathing. Mm-hmm. Once you're in that kit, you can't eat, mm-hmm. you can't drink water, you can't go to pee, you can't do anything. You're and how many from- how many layers do you wear? I saw a video floating. <laughs> probably was five layers and three layers of gloves and three layers of yeah. masks and two layers or three layers of suits. How many layers? Oh, that's very interesting. Do tell us that. Yeah. So uh, the first thing we go, uh, we change into the hospital scrubs. Mm-hmm. Then comes the kit. We have a shoe cover. Then mm-hmm. we have the entire body cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it, sometimes some of the body cover comes with the head cover on top or you have a head cover separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are, uh, then there's your N95 mask, of course. Mm-hmm. There's the, gla- the, mm-hmm. the glass, the cover, mm-hmm. the glass that comes mm-hmm. over. And uh, sorry, before the headgear goes on, we just mm-hmm. wear even a cap, like, mm-hmm. you know, to cover our hair. And then the mm-hmm. headgear comes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also put a double, we double mask ourselves up. So apart mm-hmm. from the N95, Usually, you know, if the, N- the N95 is sealed off well, if you really put the N95 well, properly mm-hmm. sealed off, you really don't need another um, mask on top. But in which case, we just put it up, uh, you know, we, we double mask up. And then, of course, there are like two layers of gloves, which always goes on. And you're like covered from head to toe. Like, and it makes breathing really difficult. Like, I do remember mm-hmm. the first day when I had put it on, like, I had like a six hour shift. And... By the mm-hmm. end of the fourth hour, I started feeling busy. You know, I couldn't breathe. I, I, I was feeling so busy and I was like, I'm going to drop any moment, you know. And like mm-hmm. you're sweating from head to toe, like, because the material is such that it's not even like a breathable material. And it's, it's a nightmare, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Find your body starts adjusting to it. And, you know, you kind of like, it's a kind of acclimatization that happens, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not fun to work. It's, it's mm-hmm. so many different, and then your glasses fogs up. So, you know, mm. if you have to take to a blood draw or mm. you have to examine the patient, you're literally like struggling mm. and you can't touch anything. Once it's on, mm. you cannot go and like, you know, because mm. if you'll contaminate that area mm. and it could, con- so, so there's like, it's, 
it's frustrating also and you're like god oh, damn it i can't see i can't what am i writing what so it's it's too much going on at that moment and and then suddenly you see the patient he's gasping in front of you he's utterly sick and you forget yourself at that moment you forget your worries and you're like i got to fix this i've got to fix mm-hmm. you know whatever is in front of me what's going on okay what's what's happening to this patient so i think apart from the old and you know of course just the mere fact that you know you're you're seeing your patient really struggling in front of you you're literally at that moment you're high on adrenaline you're driven by you know mm-hmm. like in my case like i said i'm driven by passion love compassion and you know mm-hmm. you you just want to give your best out there but uh, you get overwhelmed towards mm-hmm. the end of the day because the numbers are high the number of patients that you have to see as it is in a place like india uh we on a regular basis do see a high number of volume of patient just regular patients i'm saying i'm mm-hmm. not even saying covid taking non covid into consideration the hospitals anyways are loaded and overworked mm-hmm. but now with the whole covid thing adding on to it uh it's it's just getting way too too overwhelming mm-hmm. like you know there are moments that you know you you, you get so utterly fatigued out like it just to get up the next day in the morning mm-hmm. it's a challenge like you know i'm like just yesterday i was like god i can't get up i just can't wake up i need a break like you know but then hey you have to get up and get going because your colleagues are also falling sick some of them are contracting the disease they need a time off and like you know so because of that the stresses are coming all the more we are getting all the more overworked because you know of the leaves and all that you know your colleagues have to take because they are falling sick as well so mm-hmm. it's just at this moment it's the morale's do get down i'm not saying and that's why you know the frustrations at the peak and then like you know sometimes you have people barking at each other getting utterly rude and i'm like oh god like you know this is madness going on but mm-hmm. uh, like i said at the end of the day it happens because it's life it's a human life so anything that goes wrong it's you know like i said it impacts the life so there's too many challenges going on at too many fronts at this moment mm-hmm. so it's not easy and there are moments i'm sure like not many people will show it on the face but you know mm-hmm. internally they'll be like make it stop it's getting too much now you know so so do you all get any days break a week off or how how do you all are working so uh in the covid side uh so hospital to hospital it's different mm. okay. uh so when i was uh, working at the uh, at the dedicated covid uh, hospital i had like five work days two days mm. off Okay. some people were working uh, 10 days at a stretch and also it depends but you need mm. uh, to get those day off and then once mm. you finish the duty you get a quarantine mm. period okay. while in this hospital i'm working at kopira ben so mm. uh, a hospital there if mm. i do happen to go to covid side i think it's a 12 hour shift mm. uh, so i think it's like 4 or 6 days and then you're mm. going to get like a 7 day 8 day quarantine period so that's okay. how it happens so obviously you see the doctors have to go on quarantine you need to you know you need to have others to come in and fill in their place and mm-hmm. it's not just the covid uh, wards or icus you still have the other part of the hospital working you're still seeing patients the the regular mm-hmm. patients you know because mm-hmm. other diseases have not just said okay let covid take front seat we are going to go to sleep you know it's mm-hmm. not that you mm-hmm. still have patients coming in with right. a heart attack or with a bleed in the right. brain or like so we have to deal with everything right now you know mm-hmm. so it's the numbers that's you know kind of the only numbers apparently may have gone down are the road accident cases so probably <laughs> yeah. that's that's the only good sign that is happening apparently big salute to you all for doing all this and people who are listening to us while we get agitated just putting our masks on 
imagine there is so much so much that people are doing that's why i keep saying just follow protocol follow exercise some precautions these are very little simple steps that we need to take okay moving on tell us something about your high times or maybe a generalized high times in your career or a doctor's career i mean tell us both i don't know i think i don't know about my high times and doctor's career i don't know i think but for me the biggest uh, couple of times where i think i was um, overjoyed was one is when i got into medicine mm-hmm. i do remember the day when like you know i gave my cv got the rank in and when i finally got to know where i'd be going i remember the joy and happiness on my parents face and just the fact that you know your dreams are coming true mm-hmm. i think for me that was uh one time where i was like absolutely overjoyed the second is like when you finally get out of med school and like hey you're officially a doctor now you know like just about getting that license um i think the the emotion is something else i really cannot put words to it it's okay. just that i think for me that was a time where i was very proud like you know very very proud and just to know that you you have done it all by yourself Mm-hmm. Of course there's always family support they are love and you know they have played their part but uh, the sheer hard work the sleepless nights that you have you know the 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 crazy ups and downs that you go through and like you know there were days where you didn't you feel like tearing the book off and I'm like oh my god this is getting too much but um I think that day was like very special for me um and now i'm still trying to like you know like i said because 3 years for me was a big challenge in my uh, health and mm-hmm. all i'm still seeing but i think just the fact that i got out of that mm-hmm. and i've gotten going now i went to the us last year but oh, at some point yeah. it was so unimaginable for me uh but before that was uh, before my health thing happened i had an exam to give which was mm-hmm. for 9 hours and i was like I can't sit for 5 minutes leave and I'm sitting for 9 hours and okay just the fact that I could go and sit for that exam and clear it and get like you know uh, a good score and all and I was like I think for me that also was like you know these were like small small things like it's it's not like I keep um I keep any kind of goals right now that okay I have mm-hmm. to reach after reach but just the mere fact that I can do something that I wasn't able to do yesterday or 3 years back for me that's the biggest mm-hmm. highs right now for me and i just i'm like you know happy that i can do what i'm doing and so that's and while you're talking of this any person any name that comes to mind who mm-hmm. you think is an idol or who you look up to or you would want people to emulate if somebody is still around <laughs> um i think it would be my parents okay Mm-hmm. uh both my parents i think mm-hmm. i have uh, just learned so much from them and just mm-hmm. by seeing them <clears throat> mm-hmm. um mom for just the mere fact how positive she is mm-hmm. you throw any negative and negative thing at her and she'll just turn it into a positive situation i just mm-hmm. love her outlook i love mm-hmm. the fact that she's so resilient mm-hmm. and i think the resilience in me comes from her okay like that's what i i remember in fact i'll tell you this <clears throat> when i was studying for my cet mm-hmm. to get into medicine mm-hmm. um so we were having uh, the mock test going on like a month before the main exam mm-hmm. uh i remember what we used to call prelims um so i remember coming home utterly dejected and mm-hmm. i told mom 
I give up. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I have started. I'm putting 18 hours. I'm putting 14 hours. The marks are not coming in. I just don't know. Like, you know, like while I'm getting the marks, it's not enough. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to, I mean, I will get like, you know, something or the other, but I want medicine. It's not, I'm still not crossing that, you know, uh, barrier. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I feel like giving up. She, and it was I think around 11 o'clock at night, like, you know, I've mm-hmm. come home utterly tired after the exam very dejected. She just gave me my food. <clears throat> she was like, mm-hmm. eat. And I ate like, you know, just, and I was like, I'm, and I keep, I, I was like, I was keeping my book one side open trying to read. She just took the book out. She was like, enjoy the meal. And then I somehow ate fast, fast. I didn't even enjoy the meal. She had, well, poor thing, she, she, I mean, my mom's a fantastic cook. So she had made like, like, you know, I didn't even enjoy that meal. I didn't even enjoy, I don't even remember it right now. Like, you know, what happened that day? All I remember was once I was done, I was like, okay, give me the book. I need to study. And she was like, no. She took my books away from me. She was like, you're going to go off the seat and we'll talk tomorrow. I was like, no. And I started crying, you know, I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. And like, I, I think that was the only time I got so hysterical. And then she was like, I do understand, but now it's not the time. I want you to sleep. I want you to rest. Morning, I wake up and she was like, did you sleep well? And I was like, yeah, you know, she was like, go freshen up. And I freshened up, came back. She gave me my breakfast and all. And then she was like, yo, these are the books. So she was like, I just want to tell you one thing before you open your book. Till there's breath in your body, do not give up ever. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance. Till you are breathing, there's always a chance and you're never going to give up. And I think that was the first big lesson of my life. And the mm-hmm. resilience came from there. So mm-hmm. even till date, when something, I face a challenge, I face a setback. And I, 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 right now, I think in the last few years, I've faced so many setbacks. I just remember that day. Like, you know, I was like, okay, what did she tell me? Don't give up. And that just gives me the energy to get up next morning and get going. So I think for me, um, I really do look up to her because she's wise. Mm-hmm. She is, the whole happy, happy thing that I keep saying, I get it from her. Like she's so childlike. I, I like the fact that she loves to enjoy just simple things in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, she's that's where I look up to her. Second is my dad. Like I mm. have seen him through the you know, over the years I've seen him how he's evolved as a person, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um he's also faced so many challenges and setbacks and just the mm. mere fact that how he got up each day and just mm-hmm. didn't give up. You know, how he took responsibility for everything that's happening and said that I'm going to try harder. I'm going to work harder for this, not complaining, like, you know, so I have a lot to learn from my parents, like professionally, especially professionally from my dad and just the way to live from my mother, you know. So for me, my parents are my biggest teachers and people I absolutely look up to. All right. So, yeah. So, so. In a way, it's also this show and this episode would also motivate parents. <laughs> so, uh, with with you idolizing them so much, and I'm sure they would they would love to listen to this. Uh, so, with all this around, uh, what is your mantra, your one habit or discipline that you follow in life that keeps you going? Wow, I wouldn't call myself disciplined, though I'm sure my late grandfather would love that I would get disciplined. But uh, I think the mantra, I don't have any mantra as such. Um, I just try to do what I love to do. Mm -hmm. If it's something, I just think that 
if it comes from my heart, I'll do it. If not, then why stress about it? Do something you don't like, then you're complaining. So mm -hmm. I think it's always about following it. Like I said in the start of your show, it's about following your heart. Right? Okay. For me, I think maybe if you want, you can call that my mantra. It's just like mm -hmm. try and follow my heart as much as possible. Like, you know, I try not to get influenced by uh, people around. Like, if something mm -hmm. my heart feels that I should do it, I'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> so I think, yeah, it's just do that, be happy because. I really don't know what's going to happen next. So the fact that you're living this year, trust me, it's a very big thing. Be happy, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's a lovely one. Guys, you're breathing, you're living. Count your blessings. All right. So now, now tell us, with all this kind of round-the-clock working and then what is your typical chill-out day or off day where you get your energies back and... Like I said, I'm eating into your rest and recuperate time. So how do you rest, recuperate and rejuvenate to take this battle further? So uh, uh, initially, pre-COVID time, it used to be like meeting my best friends, like you uh, know, the, every other weekend meeting, uh -huh. catching up for dinner or coffee. Uh -huh. So that used to be my, you know... Uh, Rejuvenate time, but now Babe. since, of course, Babe cinemas, yeah. Babe cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> but now since that's not there, I mean, it will be more like either I'll be talking to them on the phone or with like my parents or just being in my room. And sometimes mm. I'm being honest, this might sound silly, but it'll be really doing nothing. I'll just be mm. probably staring at the wall or just lying on my bed. <laughs> I'm like, this feels bliss for me. Uh -huh. uh, but a uh, couple of things would be watching Netflix, something on Netflix or, mm. um, reading a book mm -hmm. or um, music is always there. Just a couple of things. And then, yeah, sometimes okay. I can get my workouts in. <laughs> like, no, that's know, okay. Like, hey. yeah. That's okay. I mean, as you've described yourself, a simple girl. So simple ways. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, and my cup so, of coffee. Okay. That helps. Okay. My cup okay. of coffee helps a Great. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So now all those young people who are listening to you, and a young budding doctor who's wanting to join this profession. So what is one learning that you would want to share with them or something which is motivating enough to follow the suit? I think um, don't take life too seriously because trust me, we are not going to get out of it anywhere. We have okay. to go through. See, uh, the thing is, I just think that, yeah, just take each day as it comes. I know I'm repetitively saying that, but it does matter because life is going to happen. When, mm -hmm. what, how, you just don't know. So mm -hmm. live, live while you can, live in every way possible, do things that uh, you'd want to do mm -hmm. because we are in a stressful, demanding profession and don't say that, okay, I'll do this tomorrow because no, <laughs> you're never going to get the time. So if you feel like doing something, do it. Mm -hmm. uh, ask questions mm -hmm. uh, I because this I'm saying personally because I know uh, you're always ridiculed and then that you know that kind of anxiety and fear sets in mm -hmm. the complexes sets and oh if I ask this question I'm gonna look very stupid or like you know what will people think about no ask questions because it's a patient's life mm -hmm. it's okay mm -hmm. if you're getting mocked at it's okay if you're getting yelled at mm -hmm. uh, Ask, like recently it so happened to me that it happened mm -hmm. like you know oh like don't ask questions and I, and I was like I got ticked off but then I was like okay like I said I started counting numbers I took a deep breath and then I just very what happened what happened let's let's oh, hear no, it so I, I, yeah so I I, I just uh, I, I was being told that okay you know 
tell uh, you know this this medication needs to be given and i was like the way the medicine was pronounced i was mm. like Uh-huh. The patient has X Y Z problem, and uh-huh. this medicine was not making sense. So I googled, uh-huh. maybe I you know misheard, uh-huh. because I'm more used to the generic and not uh-huh. the trade names. So I always uh-huh. check out the trade uh-huh. names, and like, something uh-huh. is not fitting and right, you know. And mm-hmm. so I just happened to ask, like I was like, excuse me, you know, like uh, I'm not able to. I, I, is this the way? don't ask questions, just get it done. I was like, okay, and mm-hmm. for a second I was like, okay, breathe, mm-hmm. and then in a very firm tone. Mm-hmm. I just said that the reason I'm asking you is because I don't want to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's going to cost the patient. Mm-hmm. So could you please spell it out for me mm-hmm. because I have not got it right because from mm-hmm. what I'm able to understand it's not matching. Mm-hmm. You know, so could you please spell it out and I was very firm there and I was mm-hmm. like it's okay. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? Person is going to yell at me again. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I care about my patient, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then after that like you know it it was all that. I I think even the opposite person realized that oh You know, <laughs> she has a mm. point, kind of. So, do ask questions. Yeah. It might be something very silly. You might have misheard it, or like I literally made the person say, "Spell it out." Mm. Sounds stupid, but I made the person. Anyone yeah, be yeah. like, "You're a doctor, and you don't know this much." Like, you know, what the hell? No, I don't know. I don't know because at the end of the day, we are in a profession. Please understand, you don't know at all. You're going to keep learning with each and every day. You're going to learn something. You're Absolutely. Gonna, medicine is so vast. that somehow is just understood that you need to know it all no you're not going to know it all there are going to be times that i have forgotten something basic mm-hmm. and it's okay you don't need to be embarrassed about it mm-hmm. you can always be like i'll get back to you i'm going to read about read up on it and get back to you and that's something i need to tell young doctors because mm-hmm. it's frightening mm-hmm. and then you know i have seen because i have gone through my fair share of like you know like infection and dances i look silly and all that but i think this is where us changed me mm-hmm. uh where you are encouraged ask mm. questions you know and i got into the habit of that and even if it's something very silly it's okay i mean what's going to happen if anything yeah, yeah. you will learn and if somewhere in the crowd someone didn't know it will just kind of you know help others as well absolutely there's such vast information you got to keep in mind mm. you're not going to so it's kind of a revision think of it that way you know so very true ask, ask ask questions no matter how silly it is it's okay and, and like i said just take each day as it comes and Don't what over what i'm reading into this is also what one of my guests came on the show and said that he doesn't mind if people don't like him but he would want them to respect him and yes. certainly it may not happen once but yes when you make that a practice people would certainly see what your intents are what the energies are and also when you're putting it across if you put it across in the right fashion sooner or later people know that yeah so great so. learning there and once again i would like to thank you again for coming on the show it's an honor it's a privilege and before we go i would uh, want to on behalf of so many people acknowledge the excellent work that you're doing and wish you well for all your future endeavors and i am not going to ask you a question what next and 5 years hence so yeah. live, live live people live <laughs> you got into day yeah. live <laughs> so that's very yeah. nice but yes would you like to tell our viewers uh, where they can find you or they have to contact you where can they go and look up so i am there on facebook just all right google i mean you can find me on facebook and right. just type in my spelling correctly because right. i'm nikita with an e and not all with right. an i okay uh, it's there on instagram 
Okay. And uh, yeah, actually, usually these are the two handles that I'm usually there on. I'm not. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not extremely active on social media, but if you have to find me, then yeah, this is the two places you can find me, great. shoot me any questions, and I'll be happy to answer them. <laughs> great, great. So you all know where to find uh, Niketa. Uh, if you can't you know, pronounce it properly, to remember the name, this is the way. And I'm very sure you all would have enjoyed this talk and drawn some meaning there. It was an interesting one. And like I said, we're not only seeing a doctor, we're also seeing a philosopher there. There's so many takeaways today. And starting from what you believe, what your mindset is, what your approach is, what your attitude is, life is all about that. And don't forget, count your blessings. There's so much, there's so much to be thankful for. There's so much. And each day brings you so much. And fact that you're living today itself is a you know, great boon. So, yes, with this, we come to an end of a very interesting episode. And we would want to bring such guests, such interesting guests in other episodes too. So do go and subscribe, press that button and the bell icon. <laughs> do that to encourage us also. So while we take a break again till we meet you, do keep safe, observe all the precautions, Stay fit, eat good, stay healthy, and that is what is going to see us through. Do keep looking after people around you, and once again, follow the protocol. So with that, it's time to say bye-bye. This is your host, Wing Commander Satyendra Chauhan, a.k.a. Winko Chow, an air veteran, a resident lifestyle strategy coach from Bangalore, India, and Dr. Nikita from Mumbai, India, saying bye-bye, adios, take care, stay happy, stay peaceful, and keep living. And one or, more thing. And yes, you go ahead keep and smiling. tell me. Keep smiling. Keep smiling. Yes. A yes. smile yes. has a huge, it's, it's, it's very, um, it's, it's very powerful, trust me. Yes. Smile. So, and the, the moment you feel that, that smile is eluding, Tune in to Happiness How with Wenko Chow. Bye-bye. Take care. God bless.